Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tidcup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Tom on uh, from iSolved. We're broadcasting live from the Omni Hotel in Dallas, Texas, uh, from the iSolved Roadshow. And Tom and I have known each other for at least 150 years. That's what I was going to say. So <laughs> at one point you stopped remembering, like, right. I don't know, that was the company or the company before, it doesn't matter. I was just uh, mentioning to somebody, it's uh, it's unusual for me to run into you in Dallas. Usually yes. it's somewhere else. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, there's another guy here where we only see each other at HR Tech. Yeah. Like literally. It's like we live like 30 minutes from each other. We could get together and have coffee. Um, so let's do uh, introductions okay. first. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> I've been uh, in the HR software business for about 20 years. Uh a couple of uh, other startups here in Dallas, uh, Acquire and then HR Smart, both got acquired by larger players. I was a COO at both those companies. And then I stepped out and started my own company, Trend Data, to do um, HR people analytics. And I did that for, uh, we're going into our fifth year and we uh, um, had approached iSolved about a partnership. And the deeper we got into it, they said, no, we need this as part of our product line. And uh, It's very smart of them. Yeah. And that was two years ago, June. So it's very smart of them. And I talked to you at uh, Connect in Nashville, right. and you, you know, one of the things that I always ask people that have, that have been through a, a merger or acquisition mm-hmm. is, uh, when's your earnout? You know, and uh, and people that stay fascinate me, yeah, because it shows that they're still engaged. The company is allowing them to kind of keep growing and building the business and doing the things that they want. They just it's just an extension. They've got capital to yeah. do it and then a larger customer base to do it with. And this is the longest I've stayed post-acquisition. And, uh, um, everything was pretty much uh, settled within the first year. So oh, yeah. I've been, I've been on board. And it's, uh, it says a lot about ISOL yeah, to yeah. me. I mean, it says a lot about you, too. Yeah. But it's also, if you're in a toxic environment, yeah. you're, you're staring at the clock, yeah. right? Yeah. And what, what a lot of companies tend to have a tough time doing is uh, – you know, what you say, giving you the um, exposure to those larger markets and the greater amount of resources, but not crushing the innovative entrepreneurial spirit that right. made the product what it is and letting it keep going down the road. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, about what's going on in people analytics now. Like I, when I went to uh, HR Tech in uh, what was it, September, October last year, I saw a lot of talent intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I did. I couldn't quite put my finger. Is this just workforce analytics, kind of rebranded? Like, what is talent intelligence? But I want to get your take on just like where where do you see people analytics right now as a as kind of a category, if you will. Well, it's a it's kind of the forward face of um, you know um, business intelligence for people. You know, you want to be able to you know aggregate all the data, um, show it in a user consumable manner but also use some of the advanced technologies to let you forecast into the future, whether it's, uh, you know, turnover, candidate success, uh, uh, demographic uh, shaping and stuff like that. Um, I kind of feel like we're in a period right now where it's, um, we've used a lot of the, the, the stuff that makes sense to put into the product, but as we're going forward, a lot, a lot of more, a lot more um, AI technologies are emerging and we're kind of like, well, how do we make use of chat GBT and right. some of these things that are coming out, uh, you know, where you wouldn't actually have uh, thought of it. But then you're like, uh, well, it's out there. I, you know, 
how do I get it in here? <laughs> it's interesting because it, you can you can draw down on things that maybe you not might not see. Yeah. But you can the system itself that can connect data. It can connect some of those dots in ways that say you know like Tuesday is your best day to interview. Yeah. Or you know crazy stuff that you would have never put your finger on. Yeah. And it's like okay, uh, here's an indicator of flight. Yeah. You know things like that. So um, when you when you work with a customer. Uh, how do you how do you get them to kind of because they might have some preconceived ideas of what people analytics is or that maybe not like how do you kind of bro- broach the conversation and say here's how here's how to use it best? Well, you start off with like what are you having problems with, and mm. it usually boils into like two things: we can't hire quick enough, and we can't keep people. Right. right. So, um, so then you kind of you know branch down that road of you know you know what kind of jobs can't you get filled? What kind of people are you losing? Um, how long have you been in business? Okay, so it have been 10 years. So some patterns must have developed over that time. And then it starts opening up and um, they start giving you a little bit more and then you can feed that in. And um, of course, you know, with a system like a people analytics system, it's, uh, I say it's kind of like a, you know, a great white shark. It's just got to keep eating. Oh, yeah. And just keep trying to get data. And the more they can feed into it, the more intelligent the insights are. And, uh, you know, beyond recruiting the right people and make sure they don't leave, making sure they perform, make sure they're happy and, um, you know, more than just being productive in their job, being productive corporate citizens. Yeah. And it's what's, what I like about it is not just looking backwards. Yeah. It can be done well. Yeah. It can start to help you understand what's around the corner. Yeah. So a couple of things from the roadshow, uh, that I want to ask you about. Um, I mean, you live here locally, so it's easy commute Yeah. ish. <laughs> Uh, for you, what did you like about today? Well, I always at these things, you know, there's, uh, the one way stuff, people watch the presentations, but it's the stuff that goes on at the tables where people are like, uh, wow, did you see that? Yeah, I actually use that. And, you know, <laughs> and then that starts all that kind of moving around and, um, you know, discussing cause you know, they're, they're going to believe their peers before they believe a vendor. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. You've been both in the industry and at other uh, HR tech plays. And I was talking to the ISOL people earlier today. I'm like, it's unusual for vendors to put all their customers together. Yeah. Because it's, it's nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. They're going to start talking about stuff. It's like, yeah, but if you listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they'll tell you things that you need to fix or things that they, problems that they have. Well, to take it a little step further, we were mixing customers and prospects. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Which but is still, great. But still laying it bare. You know, what can we do better? Yeah. That's the the listening part of customers that I find fascinating. Yeah. It's like, you know, listen, if, if we're going to get them together, we're mm-hmm. going to build a platform and let them talk and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Because the more product people pay attention yeah. to what's going on there, the more we can right size what we're building for them. Yeah. Anything shock you from today? Anything kind of come out? You're like, oh, I didn't think about that. Anybody ask you a question that kind of stumped you or or things that you hadn't thought about? Um, Often it's, uh, uh, you know, the question of, you know, like comes up a couple of times is, uh, you know, all our data is siloed in different places. Mm -hmm. I said, well, that's the, what we're trying to do, you know, so we we can pull it all into one place. Like, oh, I didn't know that was possible. And it's, you know, some of the really, you know, not even the AI part of it. It's like, right. You know, can I get a dashboard that has my recruiting turnover, payroll, and yeah. all in one, you know, all in one place? And it's always kind of like, I'm always amazed at that basic part of it that uh, that that's not being done, and that that's that's such a big, um, 
a big thing about it. Yeah. One of the things I, I definitely wanted to ask you, y'all, you know, you, one of the things y'all do really well is you kind of put the practitioner first. You push mm-hmm. them out. They're the hero. It's not about right. us. Mm-hmm. It's about them and them, their story, what they're doing really well. And you, again, with your experience through the years, how do you think HR, sh- this next evolution of HR, how should they grow? Well, it's always been a lot for them to be more business-oriented. Right. I've been beating this drum for 10, 15 years is to get them to incorporate numbers into their, you know, their their figures. You know, it's like they can tell you, we lost five people last month, but how much did that cost you to lose five people? Right. Or I had to hire 20 people. And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, why did you have to hire 20 when we only, you know, it's, 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 uh, and if you can just tie a little bit into, you know, even just like, you know, as you say, just simple um, revenue per employee, you know, you take your revenue divided by your number of employees. Yeah. So you're somewhere in that neighborhood every time you lose a seasoned player. Right. right. Yeah. And the opportunity cost is especially, well, in all positions, yeah. but you can do it in sales and coding really easily. Yeah. And for every day that that person's not there, yeah. those sales, you'll never get them back. Yeah. Right, those lines of code they never get written. No, yeah, that's, you can't and get those back. Generally, someone comes in two thirds of the way into a sales cycle, doesn't pick up from there. Usually, the ball gets dropped. And oh, you're, yeah, yeah. So, um, what should you be, you know, kind of, if you could do something different with the roadshows? Because you all have done about fifty of them. Yeah. So you're you're getting mm-hmm. to the point where you're all you're learning. Yeah. Uh, and you know, everything's different, but like, I think you're even doing two in Dallas. You're going back to yeah, some yeah, of the things. I saw, I saw they're coming back here. Yes. And, and so like, what, is there anything else that you'd add or something that you, you feel like you want to do more of maybe the next time in Dallas? Uh, probably maybe a little more on that vein we were talking about other than like, um, the meals and the breaks, uh, you know, having something that maybe, uh, uh, you have four or five leaders get a bunch together and kind of toss topics out and, you know, get more of that um, inter, inter, interacting between customers. It's a little more spurred on than, like uh, yeah, because I think um, you probably notice up there, where we're really started is about three or four very vocal clients. Right. Uh, you right. know, who like you know, one lady had it, you know. Oh, she like, had a list. She loved it, but she had a list. Oh, yeah, she had, yeah. which, which again, she started with, I love this. Yeah. Had a great day, learned a lot. I have a list. Yeah. And then when all the action stopped, all the people went up to her and said, you know, I've been having that same problem. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. But see, the cool thing is, is y'all have your ear to the ground. Yeah. And then that's not, that's not intimidating. No. You know, it's no. like, well, okay. You know, yeah. if, if seven people are having, then, then other, y'all have like 130,000 clients. Like yeah. Some other folks are probably having some of the same problems. Yeah. Well, let's fix that. Yeah, sunlight's the best disinfectant. A hundred percent. Like, uh, there's no software company that's perfect. No. And that's this not just in HR, but just in life. Like you're going to run into stuff. Well, there's a, it's an innovative business from the vendor and the consumer side. You know, right. you know, someone's like, "Well, have you ever thought of doing this this way?" Or you know, I get frustrated because I can get this report. You know, I don't have a universal remote. I can get this right. here, but I get this report. <laughs> I can't get it together. Well, two things I got to ask you. One is, uh, do you have? Because you'll be at Connect here <laughs> in uh, in October. You got any releases or any kind of new things that we should be on the lookout for between here and then? Uh, well, we got to, we're introducing our benchmarking product, uh, which is coming up. Hopefully, we'll get that out this quarter. So oh, we're, wow. So we're putting. Um, is it by industry, by company size? So what we're what doing we is we're taking, we're anonymizing the yeah. 5.4 mil. We're putting it into one giant instance of like our analytics, and then we're pulling out 
uh, you know, a nurse in California gets paid this much. And they, so oh, rather, wow. so we've always inside the product been able to pull in third party. Um, right. But, you know, this is, this is our library and with all this uh, data. And it's always something I kind of dreamed of when I had my own company, but we never got to that critical mass of having right. enough clients. But, you know, I've been waiting to get my hands oh, on this that, for yeah. a long time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Now now that you get your hands on all this data, and yeah. again, you're anonymizing it, so yeah. it's another yeah. privacy issues or any right. of that stuff. But you'll be able to feed that back as insight yeah. to people yeah. that couldn't have that insight. No, and, we, and we're, we're oh. going to bring it into the product, still, again, make it very self-serve, user-friendly. It's kind of a drag-and-drop match, you know, like, Here's my nurse. Here's my nurse. Okay. Now those two will appear together. And yes. Yeah, so. Is there anything about Connect that you're looking forward to? Like, is there, uh, I mean, it's in a great place. Yeah. Y'all had a great one last year in Nashville. What's, are you looking forward to? Oh, I always, I always look forward to it because, uh, um, you know, the, the road shows are great, but, you know, the bigger the audience, the more you can kind of, you know, stir things up. And, yeah. uh, and they kind of, and they kind of they kind of let me out and do a little bit more there. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna, I was okay. they, let, they let me come to the Dallas Road Show, but then they ship me back to the lab. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Not that's at all. A, that's no. actually that's no. Uh, I, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, I worked, uh, you know, as COO and CEO of my companies. Did a lot of traveling, so uh-huh. I'm actually uh, okay with it. I was about to say you you got your executive platinum card many, <laughs> exactly many 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 years yeah. in a row. You don't need that card. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Tom, thank you so much for oh, coming Bill, on the show. Bill, it's always a pleasure. I look forward to talking again. Absolutely. Thanks again for being on the show, and thanks for everybody listening. Until next time. <laughs>